This ain't no disco. This ain't no country club neither. This is RBA. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Olala oh, La in, in the, the dungeon. dungeon. Top of the morning to you, folks. Yes, I'd love a little pot of tea. Oh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to our Irish episode. Uh, we'll catch you up on what we've been up to for the past two weeks since the last podcast, and then uh, we'll go into some Irish yes. tidbits. All right, so I saw the Freds two weeks ago on Friday, and if you don't know, <clears throat> the Freds were a band back in the 90s. They're a local Richmond college band, and they had a reunion show. And my godmother and her husband were huge fans, and they still are. And the Freds draw a huge crowd, and the music is awesome. They play lots of 90s rock, like Jane's Addiction, Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they're amazing, and I had a blast. And all their friends from college were there. They actually had one friend come in from out of town just to see the Freds. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's awesome. Do you know, like, if they're playing anywhere? Um, they don't really play that often. Like I said, it was a reunion gig every once in a while, maybe like once a year. Maybe they have something on social media. But I know two of the band members, I think they still do some touring around Richmond, but I'll have to get back to you on that. To be continued. Our listeners might know more. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then also following the Fred's reunion, the next day I went to emo karaoke night at Hardywood Brewery. And Emo Karaoke Night features members of Just Surrender, Young English, South Cot, and Thieves and Villains mm. playing your favorite songs from back in the day. Well, my day. <laughs> I was going to say, um, and I think emo is a term yeah. used loosely Maybe from what you told me. Maybe yeah, <laughs> um, but we we sent they had uh, songs from My Chemical Romance and Fallout Boy, but I got to sing a song and I luckily dressed up as this person. I dressed up as old school Avril Lavigne, and well, who I you did in my, the news a lot now. Oh yeah, dating Tiger. <laughs> and uh, that's not. A, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I sang Skater Boy and I felt like a rock star. There's a video of it somewhere on our Instagram page. And the band was so supportive and friendly to everybody. Just like cheering everybody on. So sweet. I loved that experience. So it sounds like a lot of fun. We need to go back. Like maybe we can do a pod live. Oh, at the next show. We also have i think you spoke to a lot of them and they're interested in perhaps coming on the show we spoke to who the band i don't playing at the emo show i did not speak to them about the podcast oh i thought you did but they followed us on instagram then never mind you don't have to cut it but (laughs) if you're listening emo karaoke band would you be on the podcast because you did follow us on instagram maybe i was yay to that i guess i was just assuming that that. you were (laughs) (laughs) talking us up everywhere you went But I didn't really get a chance to talk to them, but it was awesome. And then also the next day, Liz and I always do a gal's brunch. Yes. So we went to Three Monkeys for brunch with our friend Sarah, and we got breakfast shots and two pitchers of mimosas. Uh, these ladies were, are so young, and I maybe this is an older thing, but neither of them had ever done breakfast shots before. 
I did one with you during Christmas time, but that was okay, my first yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So those were delicious, and they did bring us out some bacon each time to, oh, to ch- bacon nibble bits. on as we uh, threw those back. Isn't that the <laughs> definition of uh, brunch? It's breakfast with alcohol. It's true. <laughs> true yes, true. and it must last long enough where all you have to do is go home and maybe order more food and fall asleep at the but, end of the night. Believe. Are you okay? What's wrong with your voice? I'm a little hoarse today, but you're not. You're a little hoarse. <laughs> uh, but the show must go on, right? He's Pinto. He's a show pony. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> well, we hope you feel better, Lee. We love you. Thank you. And but then, um, for real, everyone should check out Three Monkeys. Though they are a great, like, staple Richmond place um, in the fan. We sidewalk was way too busy. We tried to get in, and we our our tummies would not wait, so we had to run down the street. And, we did uh, chug a mimosa, though. We did, yes. And Have then uh, also <laughs> the prices very reasonable. I was so surprised at the end of that. I know after mimosas, food, and Shot, shots, it was still like shots. I feel like it was like around thirty something yeah, dollars. It was, like, it was my insanity. Thirty three dollars. Everywhere else, you're like dropping a hundred bones or yeah. something, you know, after a brunch, or you don't even want to look. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then last week. We did the Wine Expo, the Virginia Wine Expo at Main Street Station. We did a little pregame charcuterie board beforehand. Mm. And Liz knows a lot more about what we tried. But uh, we did get a drunken recording while we were there. And we're going to stitch it in here. The Virginia Wine Expo at Main Street Station in Richmond, Virginia. And we are having a fine time. We sampled some vodka made in Virginia Beach. And we sampled several wines. And would anyone like to speak about... I have Liz and her husband, Matt Schumate, here. And would any... You two. Well, any of you, but you two. Would any of you like to speak about the wineries that you've enjoyed so far? Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay, Matt. Uh, So when when we first arrived at the Wine Expo, we went to Barbersville. And they have an excellent Cab Franc. You know, that's one of my favorite wines. And the Octagon, baby. And the Octagon as well. That's a baby. But, you know, that their wine is fantastic. And then... Um, Slightly overpriced. Isn't everything these days? I mean, come on. Well, I mean, uh, and we've been to some of the other wineries that have comparable wine, but that's, you know... Well, my favorite so far was at King Family Vineyards. I love their sparkling rosé. It's very dry. You can It's bone dry. You can barely taste it, and it has a fun little effervescence on your tongue. My problem with sparkling wines, and I just think it might just be my body, they just don't sit well in my stomach, and it makes me feel sick immediately, and I just want to last throughout the event. So I tap out of the sparkling wines, but I'm all for the reds. We've tried a lot of reds, not that many whites. Uh, anyway, my favorite besides King Family Vineyard was also the woman-owned Waterman Spirits. She is amazing. Um, her husband is part of the family that owns Waterman's in Virginia Beach, which is a major watering hole there. But Mariah um, is the wife of the woman 
is the wife of the man who owns Waterman's in Virginia Beach, and she has started her own distillery. And my God, it literally tastes exactly like their orange crush. They also have grapefruit flavor, they have a cinnamon flavor, and then they have a plain vodka. And I highly recommend that you check it out the next time you're in Virginia Beach. And while you're at it, we have a local ve- a vendor that I visited called All About the Beverage. They sell like a little um, cups, I guess, like like Yetis, similar, yeah, so similar to Yetis. And they have like they look like white claws, but if you get a closer look, they're hilarious. And they have like the Karen, and they have like uh, a white claw, but the flavor is bitch. And I'm definitely going to be buying a apparatus from them, the bitch one for my mom. Because she is a bitch, I am a bitch, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Word up, bitches. I'm a bitch, too. Yeah. And Matt, uh, would you like to say anything else before we sign off? Oh, well, we've only been to uh, three three or four wineries right now, and that's just the the tip of the iceberg. And so who knows what will happen by the end of the night. So next time you hear from us, we'll be speaking gibberish. Yes, we'll tune back in after we've had a few more visits to the other vendors. I am already myself a little drunk. That's because I didn't eat much today. That was a big mistake. I should have eaten some pasta before this event. All right, signing off. This is Olala in the dungeon, but we are off-site. Yeah. Love ya. Yes, it was a lot of fun, as you can tell. (laughs) Um, They... I forgot they did this, but they do like a raffle so you can bid on stuff. They had like signed um, pieces from like Top Gun, the movie. And Marilyn Monroe. Stuff. So as you get schnockered, you can bet your money away on something. Um, and then it's not just wine. They have whiskey tastings. And then we were really excited to try Waterman's Distillery, mm. which... I'm sure all y'all been down to Virginia Beach before, Waterman's. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. I've been there. <laughs> um, but it really, it literally tasted like this vodka tasted exactly like um, an orange crush. So that was kind of exciting. But then all the wines were good. Um, some highlights, I'd say, for me was I love King Family. Their sparkling rosé. It's so dry and crisp. Um and then, of course, uh, from, uh, let's see, the Octagon, that's a popular one, um, multi-award winning. I don't remember any of them. I know. And then <laughs> it kind of gets blurry. The guy at King Family, he was a volunteer, so oh, he so doesn't funny. work there, but he was hilarious, but he was hell-bent on us, like, chugging every tasting that we had, so... <laughs> It, it gets a little fuzzy, but seriously, yeah. next year, everyone should check it out when um, the expo happens again. It's a great time. Oh, yeah. And then also some highlights from what I remember. I remember the events. I don't so <laughs> I don't really remember names. The events include every time someone dropped their wine glass, which was a lot. Oh, yeah. It, there were so many people there. It just echoed with screams like, yeah. And, and people are like, oop. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was a bed for auction. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, Matt, to Liz's husband, go jump on the bed. And he goes to pretend to jump on it. And this guy was like, don't touch my bed. And then yeah, I pretended to out. do it. And then what did he say? He was like, she's he was like, trouble. Yep, she's big trouble. <laughs> right here in River City. 
<laughs> and then we got empanadas. We got marshmallows. I know. We bought way too much stuff. And then I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and they won't let you down to the bathroom unless you finish your wine. So I had to, like, chug my wine to go pee. I forgot that. <laughs> Great times. It was good. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we've been up to. We'll uh, keep you updated on what we're doing uh, this weekend, actually. Good segue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the luck of the Irish. Oh, yes, I'm a leprechaun. <laughs> So we have a lot of St. Patty's Day things coming up and um, throughout the month, really. Uh, so big ones are the um, Shamrock the Block. They've moved it a block this year, but I'm sure you guys can still find Shamrock it. Shamrock on the other block. Yes, yes. Um, and then... Arthur Ashe on Lee Street? Yes. Okay. Go figure, you knew that one. Yeah, Lee and Street. Sinead's no. is taking over Shaco Bottom. That's right. Ooh. Yep. As usual, they have Take like their little over. block party. Um, and then um, in a few weeks, we'll have the um, Irish Festival in Churchill on the 25th and 26th. So fun. Is so, there another Irish pub here? Uh, Rare Old Times has probably got yeah. something going on. Yes, Rare Old Times. Amazing food there. Um, they're on, what is it? The the corned beef and cabbage. Yes. I get it every time good. I go. So yes. Good. You yeah. can always catch bagpipers down at like Rosie Connolly's during Rose this time period. Um, they kind of wander around the city. Also, Penny Lane. Aww. They'll um, show up at. <laughs> oh, they're British. Now watch out. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> but they will. Usually, actually, there's a leprechaun there. I have a couple. He's a very lewd leprechaun if he's still the same one. I think it's Lee. <laughs> Yes, have you dressed as a leprechaun before? Because Matt always jokes because the leprechaun was like staring at my chest in every uh, picture that we took with him a couple years ago. So he's very cheeky. Yes, he's a lewd leprechaun. In the nude, what are you gonna do? Beat him up? You can't do that. No, no. I want his pot of gold though. (laughs) I want his rainbow. Anyway, we thought it would be fun to uh, kick this off with a little um, history, Irish history, that is specific to Richmond. So, Olivia, why don't you take it away with the first story? I'll take it away with this interesting fellow that we read about. His name was John Francis O'Grady, described in a newspaper article as a roly-poly Irishman. A (laughs) roly-poly. With a deadpan expression and sly chuckle. He made a point of speaking to everyone, especially street cleaners. He became a well-known <laughs> Richmond nonconformist through his acts of random silliness. Sounds like us. Mm-hmm. Such as when he'd plop down a camp stool to sit out the weight at a downtown crosswalk. And as a New Yorker, I know the feeling. Um, <laughs> he walked with elaborate canes, not because he needed their aid, but for the sheer enjoyment I of love display. it. He was like that a sounds like pimp. Who was a pimp's pimp? <laughs> okay, so O'Grady was around in the early 1900s in Richmond. Uh, before the Irish Festival was a thing in Richmond, he began the O'Grady Street Patrick's Parade in 1911. Oh. And they lasted until, and I quote, 
until the sun goes down or their feet give out. And that sounds like a Liz and I event. So we would have yes. been there if we were alive. And it also, I don't know if we would have been there for this, though. Uh, the parade involved many animals, including pigs, ducks, a fox. This is the part I wouldn't be there for. Several snakes, skunks. And I like goats. Well, so you got to chase the snakes out. That's what the yeah. other animals oh, do, true. right? Isn't that? Patrick, like, that's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Catholic girl. <laughs> I am. But I'm I'm Russian Orthodox. Okay. <laughs> okay, so life wasn't always all play for Grady, however. Uh, he worked as an industrious executive for construction firms, and he was a founding member of the John T. Wilson Company that built numerous downtown banks, businesses, and offices including former Virginia Power Building at 7th and East Franklin Streets, now the Edison Apartments. He oversaw the construction of Camp Lee Hospital outside of Petersburg during World War I. That's really cool. Uh, And he returned in the 1940s to manage improvements to the renamed Fort Lee. He joined Doyle and Russell, which built the Pentagon. Wow, wow, this guy is cool. like a big leaguer. And although he often walked around under a big 10-gallon cowboy hat, <laughs> <laughs> he works like hell at the office, a colleague remarked in 1957. <laughs> okay, so let's wrap it up. So O'Galley, O'Grady, sorry, not O'Galley. O'Grady <laughs> had his own alcohol saloon where blacks and whites were both welcome and their children played together. And this was during... That is so cool. Very progressive. Yeah, he was a progressive dude. And O'Grady collected a variety of animals besides dogs and cats. He had groundhogs, a pair of ducks, a couple of crows. (laughs) I love (laughs) crows. They're cute. And snakes. He also exhibited a fondness for hats, just like Liz. Uh, Having at one point a hundred of them. Don't have that many. (laughs) (laughs) He remarked in 1957 that the St. Patrick's Day parades were a chance to give people a laugh or two. And people sure do need a laugh these days. I know. You're going to need a laugh after this because this is actually kind of sad what I'm segueing into. This is a little sad history. So most Irishmen in the 1830s in Richmond worked to construct the Kanawha Canal which is town, you know, in downtown, um, which had been conceived a half century earlier by George Washington. It was a means of transporting people and freight from Richmond to the coast. This would have been incomprehensibly grueling labor. The Irish worked alongside slaves to dig deep channels through the hard red clay, knee-deep in mud and at the mercy of mosquitoes. Sadly, yellow fever, malaria, and cholera were rampant. After a particularly hot summer in 1838, during which several workers died from exhaustion, about 200 of the Irish immigrants fled Richmond to seek safer work up north. So O'Grady, I guess, was one of the only ones who (laughs) stuck it out. This was earlier than that. but it was still. a hell of a worker. I, exactly. Um, That's what so they said. There's a little um, Richmond histoire, if you will. S'il vous plaît. Uh, yes. But now let's, let's move into something fun. Thank you. All right. So, this is supposed to be fun. That's right. <laughs> I am going to read to you a couple fun facts, Olivia, if you'd like to join in. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Um, okay, so 
This is all about Ireland. Let's see here. Halloween is Irish. Did you know that? No. Oh, well, it's true. <laughs> Halloween may have Christian ties with All Hallow Tide beginning a three-day veneration of the dearly departed. But Halloween traditions as we know them began with the Celtic festival of Samhain. In Old Irish, this means summer's end. It features bonfires, terrifying masks, even more terrifying turnip lanterns, and amateur dress-ups. <laughs> turnip lanterns? It's Have you true. heard of that, Lee? No, I haven't. That's really like you're going through hard times if you have to use uh, a turnip. Yeah. Uh, maybe, yeah, that's where a jack o' lantern, I guess, came from. Yeah. A you should have been a, a genius, Lee. I should have been. <laughs> He's a um, jack of all trades. Oh, you need to know another uh, fun fact you need to know your Irish pub etiquette. Okay, this isn't one of those diehard facts about Ireland, but more of a fun one. If someone buys you a drink, you buy them a drink back. If you're in a group, drinks will most likely be purchased in a round. One person buys everyone's drinks, so when it's your turn, do your duty. But what if you're the a The round girl? is sacred. It doesn't matter. Woman or man, you shalt buy that beer. I have a cool one. All right. Ireland is named after a goddess. Did you but know? But of course. No. Olivia? I didn't know. Hoover, yeah. <laughs> what? In Old Irish, she was known as Uriu? Uriu? I can't pronounce that. Sure. E-R-I-U. In modern Gaelic, it's Ir. Ir. That's exactly the same name as Ireland. Wait, that's exactly the same name as Ireland is known in the mother tongue. Hmm. Ugh, I can't not I guess say that's it. like Celtic. I guess, mother? yeah. Uh, Gaelic. Hmm. This one's too hard to read, man. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one I like. That Ireland is the only country that has on its a symbol a musical instrument. Oh, oh that's cool. Has a yeah. Harp. yeah. Cool. That makes me want a harp to drink. <laughs> um, oh, I bet a lot of people, and if you're not into this, you should be into Eurovision. Um, it's a singing competition that's held throughout Europe. There's also a f hilarious movie with Will Ferrell in it. You should check it out on Netflix, people. Anyway, <laughs> um, Ireland has won Eurovision more than any other European country. That is wild. Because... Tons of countries enter. But they've won it seven times. The more you know. I just read something that's kind of cool. There are no snakes in Ireland. Uh, so I'll be moving there. When planning a trip to Ireland, it may be awesome to know that there are no snakes. The legend and well-known fact about Ireland is that St. Patrick drove all the snakes away. But in fact... <laughs> There were never any snakes to begin with. <laughs> it's more to do with the Ice Age than anything else. You may find a snake in a zoo, however. Here's one that's not in the list. You know, uh, what color do you are you supposed to wear at St. Patrick's Day? Wait, say that again? What green? Color you're supposed to wear green yeah. at St. Patrick's What color are you not supposed to wear? Pink. Gold? Orange. Oh, orange. Yeah, because cool. William of Orange was the Protestant leader, and uh, it's like St. Patrick's Day is a Catholic holiday. Oh, 
Ah, cool. The Feast of St. Patrick. The more you know, the more you know. The more you know. Does anyone have any funny stories about St. Patrick's Day as a kid? Because I know, like, the the leprechaun would come and visit sometimes, and I have a funny one. The leprechaun used to visit every year, and one year... It got to be like five o'clock at night. I was at my grandparents' grandparents' house, my grand's parents, <laughs> <laughs> and the leprechaun had not come. <gasps> and I went up to my grandma and I'm like, "Um, the whole have is the leprechaun coming?" Because I kind of like didn't believe in the leprechaun, but I still wanted a surprise. And so my grandma like quickly scrambled and put food coloring, green food coloring in the toilet bowls. Oh my god! <laughs> and then she like hid some like weird china thing that she had that she didn't want anymore and gave it to me full of chocolate. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um, I don't really have any from childhood. I mean, from adulthood, I have a lot, but uh... mine would be from childhood. <laughs> I mean, one of our biggest traditions is always just, you got to have a Guinness on St. Patty's Day. Ugh. I wish, I was lucky enough to be at the Mother Teat in St. James Place <laughs> in Dublin. Um, and believe me, Guinness tastes much better when it comes from there, in my opinion. I bet, I in bet. In my humble opinion. But um, yes, I've spent many... Uh, a St. Patty's uh, chugging Irish car bombs and Irish car bombs, yeah. maybe doing some Jameson. I don't know. It's all a blur after that. I'm ready to make <laughs> some Richmond memories for St. Patrick's Day with you this weekend. Oh, you will. Because I don't have any. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. Hmm. Although everyone should remember, St. Patty's Day actually isn't this weekend. It's next oh, yeah, weekend. Yeah. But 17th. we are celebrating. But yes, we shall celebrate month long. <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's uh, move on. Uh, let's see if you guys know some St. Patty's Day trivia. Oh, great. All right. <laughs> I'm not um, good at trivia. Are you good at trivia, Lee? Mm-hmm. No, great. no cheating. No cheating. Right. Um, how long is the lease on the, speaking of Guinness, the Guinness <laughs> Brewery in Dublin for nine years, 90, 900, or 9,000 9,000. Oh, my God. You're right. Oh, I didn't get to guess. I can't believe you got that. Sorry. I knew you were not going to get it. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say 9,000. It's because, um, let's see, they have a 9,000-year lease at a perpetual rate of 45 Irish pounds per year. I'm like, is that really going to be a thing? Because aren't they on the euro now? Yes. Don't ask me. Speaking of really old stuff. The old, one of the oldest buildings in the world is actually in Ireland. It's Newgrange. It's a it's a building where the sun shines in the in the building only on one day a year, the first oh, day wow. of spring. Aww. Yeah, it's like that's really and cool. it's older than the pyramids. Oh wow! This what is, this building is older than the pyramids? That's so cool. Have you been there? That's a goal. Uh, it's a bucket list item. A goal, Liz. You got to go. Liz is a world traveler. Yes, I would love to go back. I've I've only done Dublin, and it was for too short of a time. So I would love to go back. And I'm also a huge Oscar Wilde devotee. Maybe so. we'll take the pod there. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> oh, what else you got for us? Uh, um. All right. So, uh, okay. What is still the most tuned into? Y'all aren't gonna get that. No, oh, man, oh, pass. Oh. We would have gotten right. it. 
The Irish have a tricolored flag of orange, white, and green. What yeah. does it represent? It, I just revealed. What is it? it? Well, Repres- keep going. Well, green and orange. The Catholics. Oh. Orange is the Protestants. Yes. What's the third? The white. The white is the war. The great white. Uh, hope. hope. <laughs> no one was hope. filling it okay, in. Okay, it's hope. Okay. Yes. Hope. I thought it was war. <laughs> How do you read? Oh, this one's interesting. What percentage of U.S. presidents have Irish ancestry? A, 50%, B, 40%, C, 30%, or D, 20%? I'm going to say 30%. I'll go high. I'll go say 50. (gasps) Well, you both lost. Meet in the middle. It's 40%. that's a lot. (laughs) I know. It's interesting, too, because there wasn't a Catholic president until JFK, which is actually fairly recent in our history. Yeah. So maybe there was some closet Irish <laughs> before then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lincoln had some Irish in his closet. No. Uh, the, the, uh, the worst Irish pickup line. Do you have any Irish in you? No. Do you want some? Do you like some? <laughs> <laughs> Give it to us, Lee. Oh, I want to know what, okay, what became legal in 1997 in Ireland? Oh. oh. Marijuana. Was it? Oh, it's Wait. Oh, sorry. <gasps> Excuse me. Nah. <laughs> Um, okay, prostitution, drinking age being 16, divorce, or marriage at 14. And remember, this is 1997. I don't know if that'll help or hurt you, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll go drinking age 16. I'm going to go with the drinking age, too. Wrong. Divorce. Divorce. Ah. Yep, I can't believe that. They got a that. divorce I guess as a so report. Catholic. So Catholic. Wow. Which is fine. Wouldn't that I'm Catholic be as well. <laughs> well, I guess if you want to get technical. Well, annulments Let's are only if they technical. can say it was never a real marriage. I guess they still will grant no. divorces yeah, if shit happens. I don't know. Um, okay, what does it mean to drown the shamrock? <laughs> to put shamrocks <laughs> into your glass and drown them with whiskey? Ha <laughs> ha. Down. <laughs> What? Down with the IRA? Wow, okay. Um, Put handfuls of shamrock into the river to spread around Ireland or the sound of an Irish crying. The sound of an Irish crying. I'll go with the uh, petals in the river. Oh, that was a good one, both of those. But no, (laughs) it's to put... This is so weird. Like, you're actually going to um, find that? Drown the shamrocks in whiskey. All righty. I've looked for a four-leaf clover for hours before as a kid, and I could never find one. I found a bunch. I guess they're talking about maybe the fake shamrocks that, like, you can pin onto your your jacket or whatever. Could be. But interesting. All right. What Irish liquor is the most popular in the world? Jameson's. No? I don't know. Other guesses? I don't know. Oh, no. what's, what's the option? <laughs> I was going to say, Dooley's Toffee Cream Liqueur. That sounds really good right now. Um, Bailey's Irish Cream, Drambuie, or Irish Mist? Oh, oh I'm going to say Bailey's. I'll, I'll say Irish Mist because that's... Bailey's Irish Cream. Woohoo! I got one right. Take that. <laughs> um, let's see. I have a couple more fun things here for us besides your average trivia. 
Um, I have some quotes here from some Irishmen. I, I I cannot do a real Irish accent. Sorry, guys. I know. Um, but this is from Sean Connery. Connery. <laughs> He's Scottish. Yeah, he is Scottish, actually. But okay. it's funny to watch him as a Russian boat captain speaking Scottish <laughs> accent, you know. <laughs> but this actually um, is him talking about the Irish. So, oh. The Irish seem to have more fire about them than the Scots. Oh. Wow, coming from him, that's all. Well, I'm Irish and Scottish, so I guess that means that I'm a raging expensive. bitch. She's practically smoking over there. <laughs> <laughs> Olivia's seen me try to buy uh, concert tickets, and she'll agree with oh that. Oh, my God. That was one of the scariest moments of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I almost left. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, gosh. This is kind of depressing from Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I'm Irish. I think about death all the time. What? <laughs> I'm American. I think about death all the time. <laughs> it's universal. I'm emo. <laughs> this is my favorite, though. I couldn't care less about who sees my bits. My friends asked how I could do scenes like that and not get excited, but it wasn't like that. My bits looked the size of a cashew nut. No, Liam Neeson. Then. Yeah, right. No, no, that's Colin Farrell, oh. who maybe has done an adult video or two. What can I say? <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted our trivia, etc. So, give, give it, it to, to us, Lee. Okay, I have two related stories for you. In a recent poll, it was found that the Irish accent is the world's most sexy. What? I disagree. Just beating out Italian. Okay. What? I, I <laughs> call bullshit on that one, but okay. Strongly disagree. But I do like Irish men. I can't even understand, though. When I went to Dublin, I was like, all right, it's, I don't have to prepare for this because everyone speaks English. Yeah, yeah. And then you go and you're like, oh, my God, because in the movies, they're toning it down. <laughs> I like Italian Latin and also my boyfriend is from Bosnia and I always make him speak in his accent and Uh-oh. I think it's sexy. Uh, well, why don't our listeners uh, DM us and tell us what they think? Do they agree with that or not? Because I strongly <laughs> disagree. I have to say, yeah, Italian and French probably are up top. Let's for make me. a poll on our Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll make a poll mm-hmm. tomorrow. Sex- we can decide. The sexiest accent. Yeah. Oh. Uh, although uh, it's a really Scottish, um, um, well, you can tell where I'm from, so. Okay, but the part two of that story is an American man developed an uncontrollable Irish accent during his cancer treatment. Oh, uh, There is a condition where people who have gone through comas or uh, some um, severe uh, medical procedures have woken up with an accent, with a foreign accent. The man had never visited Ireland before, nor did he have any close relatives from Ireland. Doctors in America have been left baffled by a cancer patient who developed uh, the accent after recover, uh, visiting, uh, after surgery. The 50-year-old man from North Carolina was diagnosed with cancer. When he appeared to develop a foreign accent, it's called foreign accent syndrome. Okay, he- that's what I get after a bad night of drinking, because after I wake up, I have an English accent. And I Liz know, knows. you and I both oh, do yeah, it yeah. really bad. I'm, all my friends in high school, too, they're like, they, we all did that. Yeah, so, same with like, mine. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's like girl I, thing. I had a friend who uh, 
who, who, had, who had a British accent. Turns out he was faking it for four years. What? <laughs> oh my god! That me. All the all the, all, the, all, the, all the ladies thought he was just so cute. All the ladies love. But uh, no, he was faking it the whole time. Oh my god! Uh, well, I mean, I have been guilty. If so- a stranger tries to ask me something and I'm like weirded out, I'll be like, "Je ne comprends pas." Like, sometimes I do like a southern man accent. I don't rightly know, but if you go down yonder, that woman might know. How to help you? Thank you, Howdy. Very interesting. That's bringing me back to um, nursing school days because I vaguely remember hearing about that, and they would play like tapes of these people that would wake up from comas, and they sounded totally different. But yeah, so maybe that's one of the all in the delivery accents in the. If you call it an accent, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, my dad doesn't talk like that. Or Roger. <laughs> Maybe it's generational. Oh, yeah. I don't have any direct foreign relatives, so I haven't heard any accents. Too close. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Do I, I have, have any? I have some, um, but they're, they've passed on at this point. But oh. um, my, my ancestors from... I had a great grandpa that I lived with as a little girl. Me and my mom, he was from Ukraine. Oh, that's cool. He had a pretty heavy accent. And then his wife, she passed away when I was like two. But she was from Austria, I think. Nice. But definitely Ukraine for the great grandpa. <laughs> I uh, I do have Irish relatives and English. I'm your typical mutt. But then on my mom's side, I'm French, Scottish. So... um we were actually in Braveheart. Fun oh, fact. French Scottish. Yeah. Wait, we're you, the McKindry what's family. What's Braveheart? Can you explain it? Just explain it to me. What? I don't, I don't know. What is Braveheart? Just tell me. Oh, my God. It's about William Wallace, a famous like Scottish warrior, and uh, his uh, betrothed is murdered. Well, they're actually married, I guess. And they have a secret marriage. Gets murdered. Yes. He has an affair with the Queen of England and... We think he probably had a kid, um, but then Robert the Bruce carries on his torch. We see William Wallace in the movie get murdered. Uh, if you ever see clips, it's where Mel Gibson has one half of his face in blue, and he's like, you may take my life, but you'll never take my freedom. <laughs> um, that's it <laughs> well in a done. nutshell. And then he says, <laughs> Al Gobra, which means Scotland forever, versus Aaron Gobra, which is... Ireland forever. Ta-da. There you go. And my family's the farmhouse where all of the people are hanging at the beginning of the movie. McKindry, the McKendry like farm or whatever they call oh, it. Yeah. Like cool. so. Yeah, but we do have a castle in Scotland. So we have to we go. We have to go. Yes, let's do a pod the podcast, there next time. The no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm not kidding. We're well, going. yeah, yeah. Hashtag goals. <laughs> But anyway, um, I think it's time for everyone's favorite segment, Guess Lee's Name. And we're going to do a little Irish. Oh, yeah. Irish guesses. (laughs) I have one. I mean, it could happen. Uh Phineas. No. McGregor. No. Oh, if I ever change it, I think I like that. (laughs) I like that, too. Finnegan. Mm Mm-hmm. Finley. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all Drum right. roll. Uh, is it 
Jiminy. No. <laughs> That's all that goes on. Oh, I don't even know anymore. I think Gregory. No. And that's it. All right, well, <laughs> I guess we aren't getting it once again. Boo. Gotta go to bizarre names, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. well, we do we're... have some fun uh, stuff coming up for the podcast, though. This one's a little more low-key, but we have some really cool interviews lined up for the next show. Yeah. And the next one after that. Um, uh, I'm not going to say. Several lined up. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. But keep listening and watching uh, social media to see that. I might drop a little hint. I'm not going to say who he is, but you might have seen him on a crazy night out on the dance floor. And that's all, right. all I'm going to say. Yes. That's I can't wait. Gonna this say. is going to be exciting. And then, of course, everyone, um, you know, if you'd like, share us some of your like wild um, St. Patty's Day stories. We can talk about them next time on the pod. Um, if there's anyone that's like amazing, we're also going to put up that poll um, about the sexiest accent. <laughs> and I mean, just feel free to DM us and like send us like fun stuff you're doing for st patty's throughout the month let's celebrate baby we would like to say it and i do have i did do one crazy thing on st patrick's day then now oh well it's not that crazy but okay it's not a confession but it's something that i got to witness so my freshman year of college i went to school in right outside of boston in quincy they go hard on st patrick's day as we all know and i (laughs) rode the t on st patrick's day into boston and it was packed everyone was so drunk and it was, and I was such like an innocent little girl back then. I was so, just a pipsqueak. A wee little babe. A wee um, <laughs> and But it was nuts. So that's all I have to say. But riding the tea into Boston on St. Patrick's Day is quite the sight. Mm. Yeah, now, Boston, St. Patrick's Day is the best. The only other time, the, the other, I was in Boston after in 2004 when they won the when they won the world series oh, oh wow God. that night was was that beat sure. st patrick's yeah, day yeah. yeah i went there uh me and my dad went to boston on like when the yankees played the red Sox, and we we're yankees fans and we had our yankees yeah. hats on Ooh. big mistake and we oh, rode the team and the yankees won oh, and me and my dad took our hats off and took them into our shirts and we're just like like quiet the whole ride back to the hotel. They gave you two choices: you can go west or you can go east into the harbor. Okay, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Boston and actually, weirdly enough, Savannah um, so has an amazing St. Patty's Day. Like Savannah. they close down all the streets. Everyone is wild. There's like a parade. Um, it's just a really good time. And I, I've never done like a historical dig into Savannah, but I'm guessing like. The Irish that went south migrated over that way. So, you know, uh, New York, I guess, has a good one too. Yeah, and Chicago, they turned oh, the uh, river right. green. So, oh, I mean, Kim is cool. that. Yeah, I've literally, I would love to go do a long weekend in Chicago because I've been at the airport, but weirdly enough, I've never really hung out there. So, yeah, I want to see the museums. And I, I want to eat good food. I want to smell what it smells like because I hear it smells bad and I want to know if it really does. I want deep dish pizza. I'm sure it's similar to New York and New York City <laughs> yeah. and how it smells. So <laughs> you got to embrace it. That's right. So embrace the funk. We need you to check out Shamrock the Blog. And that's this Saturday, right? Is it? I think so. I think it is too. 
I think I'm going to be out of town. Sorry. I'm going to be at Air Supply. <laughs> Lobby Shamrock in the block. Oh, okay. So you've seen Toto, Air Supply. That's right. I'm going through all uh, the hits. That's right. Yeah, it's like all the 80s bands that still have members This is alive. my second Air Supply in two years. Oh That's how God. freaking good they are live. I mean, seriously, if I can sneak a video, I perhaps will provide some bootlegged audio. Wow. But, um,. Bring the or at least put it on Instagram for you guys. But uh, the the guy that sings lead sounds exactly the same. They don't have to Aww. change any of the keys. Um, they're playing at uh, Maryland Live, the casino, on Saturday. If you're interested, buy tickets. I think they're still available. But it's a it's going to be really good. It's a smaller venue, kind of like the National in the casino. Um, so I have a wedding tomorrow with the John Marshall, shout out to the John Marshall, and then, um, got that on Saturday, so sadly, my Irish eyes will be smiling from afar. Well, I'm Jim Rock (laughs) in the block with Sarah. Shout out to you, You actually volunteered a couple years ago, right, for that, or was that the- No, that was Halloween. Okay, well, similar thing. It's basically the same thing, except with green thrown in instead of orange, since that is verboten. I don't know how you say that in Irish, but... You see two blondes. It won't be Liz, but it'll be my friend Sarah. You can pretend it's me. It'll be rock. She's so skinny. I'd like it if I was her. But anyway. <laughs> She's like a model. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace out. Come on, hang in the dungeon. Bye. <laughs>